Hello, everyone. Welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Today we are discussing Alien as part of our October marathon. And with me is my guest, Michelle Taylor. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, it's nice to be here. <laughs> For the second time. <laughs> For the we second a, time. Uh, we had a user error issue <laughs> before. <laughs> I was going to call and it technical difficulties and be I nice was, about it, but I, I almost called it that too, but it was technical <laughs> difficulties due to user error. Due to user error. That's fine. I just want to make sure that the listeners know that we were absolutely um, profound and amazing the first time. And it's probably not going to be as mind blowing this time, just straight from the get go. But we'll see what we can do. We'll see what so we can come up with. We're discussing Alien Color 1979. Ridley Scott is the director. The stars of the film are Tom Skerritt, Sigourney Weaver, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, Yafet Kodo, and Monster Design by H.R. Geiger. Tell me, Michelle, what is your background with this movie? You particularly requested to do this one. I so did. Yes. So uh, when I was a kid, we had probably one of the first satellite dishes ever made. It was like, you know, the the very large array in our backyard. And um, we got mm -hmm. HBO through satellite and like nobody else had it. And one of the very first movies I remember watching as like a kid and don't ask me why I was allowed to. But I we watched Aliens, Alien 2 like over and over again like i think i had that the dialogue of that movie memorized by the time i was like 10 years old so really was a huge fan didn't watch alien the first one until later which is probably good because it's so much more subtle and slower burn and i think i wouldn't have appreciated it as a small child but i did really love you know james cameron and the machine gunning and, and the running and the things um the large alien fights when i watched the aliens first so that helped me get into the universe of it and i was able to appreciate the more sort of art house feel of the first one speaking of aliens this movie spawned a franchise of six movies plus two crossover with predator movies also a number of books comic books audio dramas board games, video games, a new role-playing game just came out this past year, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have it, but I have not played it yet. Haven't dived in. I have it. It also inspired a um, yeah. musical by the kids that do the Harry Potter musical on YouTube. <laughs> Did you happen to watch that? That's right. It was uh, like, a, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I've seen a clip. Um, a bunch of high school kids oh, that, copyright infringement thing. and got away, got no, away yeah, with it. No. Kids did infringe on copyright and literally did the entire movie. But this is actually a musical based on the movie Aliens. So separate. Oh, okay. Separate story. Uh, but yeah. I thought there's. I thought theirs was a musical. Theirs was just. An it wasn't. Just no, it was. It was. It was a literal oh, okay. re reshooting of the entire movie, but on stage. Okay. Yeah, but they got yeah. away with it, and even and in fact, Sigourney Weaver came and introduced she did. the yes. show one night and watched <laughs> yes, it. Yes, she did. So yes, <laughs> uh, it, it looked it looked pretty well done from what I saw. Pretty so awesome. Yeah, I mean, on, I saw like on the what, YouTube on YouTube. Yeah, you know the kids that did the Harry Potter musical on YouTube, the Pottermore. No, 
Oh, okay. Well, I don't know it. they're they're hilarious, and so they they did a okay. um, musical version of Alien, and it actually it's like it's a dual um, a dual uh, perspective show. So half the show is from the perspective of like the crew on board the Nostromo, not the Nostromo, but the, where, whatever the name of the ship was for the second one, um, and then the second the other part of it is from the aliens' perspective. <laughs> It's pretty hilarious. All right, I'll have to look that up later. Oh, and we stumbled across a thing uh, in our uh, first episode that there was a series of short films. Short films, yes. As part of the 40th anniversary, and they are available on YouTube. Just look up Alien 40th Anniversary Short Film, and you will find all of them. Uh, I've watched one of them this afternoon. I haven't seen them all yet, but yeah, uh, the one I watched was basically the last five minutes of a movie. They're like, let's just cut out all the crap leading up to the final scene. Yes. You've seen these movies. You know you know what these three people, what shit they've been right. through up to right. this point. Let's just get to Here's the, the at the end. Yeah. And that, that worked. Yeah. I think there's probably a lot of uh, works of art that could benefit from just... Just, just the big the five end. minutes. Yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a comedy show in Britain called The Fast Show. Yeah. And it it came about, they were showing uh, at the beginning of the season when you like plug shows, they were showing a, like a little clip reel to a bunch of uh, sponsors and yeah. everybody was laughing really hard and somebody at just these little short clips of sketches. <laughs> and they were like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe this should be the show. <laughs> just these this the little show. pieces little pieces of sketches rather than a whole long five minute scene because that's that's so interminable that, yeah so that became uh that became the fast show i love it so uh yeah let's as we go let's uh through life let's take a look at things and say hmm how much of this could i cut and still get <laughs> exactly still get the point across i think that's an excellent <laughs> philosophy I have many a faculty meeting that we could do that to. Many a faculty meeting. Oh, oh no. I once sat through an hour-long meeting that when it was over, I was like, that could have been summed up in one sentence. One sentence in an email. Yeah. Whole, it was really a presentation. All that they had to say was, uh, we're going to be implementing a new computer program, and we're going to want your input on it as we develop That's it. it. <laughs> yep. that's, that's it. Yep. That was it. Awesome. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah. So, uh, Alien. I've just anyway, one alien. hour of your life away. Uh, yeah. In <laughs> fact, I realized that when we when we did this the first time, we actually didn't talk hardly any about Alien. Um, yeah. So, I tried writing a list of things. I do have at least one thing that's specifically about Alien, the first movie. Okay. Uh -huh. But it does tie in with all of the movies. So, my my thought is this. Artificial gravity must be insanely simple and inexpensive in this universe because I don't think the Whalen Corp is giving it away for free for the comfort of their crews in space, but literally every space vehicle has its own artificial gravity in this in this oh, yeah. world. E even the little even the little shuttle. Yeah. Emergency yeah, shuttle the... with artificial gravity. Yeah. Uh well and they never address it, so they just <laughs> No, yeah. So clear, but again, it must be just fact. super simple, very easy to do. Basically, no money. You know, you expect that, like in Star Trek. You know, we're socialists. Like everyone gets artificial mm -hmm. gravity. Like you get it, you get it. The shuttle gets it. Everyone gets it. It's free. 
but like this is not a socialist um universe like this is the whalen corporation they're assholes yeah like they're not just giving it away for fun <laughs> well you know the expanse makes a big deal about being real hard science except for yes. that ridiculous alien shit except that they put in the, the alien shit yes <laughs> yeah. So they talk a lot about the, you know, acceleration uh, creating the artificial gravity and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't seem right. to be how these ships work or how they're built. Nope. Certainly not how nope. the shuttle's built. But as I nope. pointed out before that nobody heard, all these movies and not just the alien movies, but lots of monster movies have a real conservation of energy issue. Is that the yeah. second law of thermodynamics? <laughs> And yeah, in maybe. that these aliens, the the creature grows way out of proportion to the amount of energy it has taken in. Yeah, they just seem to be creating mass out of nowhere, out of nothing, and uh, very quickly. Yeah, and then I realized after yeah. I, after I went back and thought about it again, you know, I was thinking about like we talked about how we both love Alien Three, and I think that we're probably in a yep. very very small minority. Yep, but absolutely love alien three think it really harkened back and paid homage to the feel of alien the first one and we talked yeah. about how we, much we love david fincher but i have to say you know we've seen the xenomorph kind of incorporate dna you know from its host its original host and that's yeah. never more apparent uh -huh. than it is in that film where it has the dog as the original host but i went back and looked because i was like does the xenomorph come out fully formed from the dog and it does i went back and watched the scene again it comes out the exact same size as the dog as if that's the dog skeleton <laughs> and i'm like okay, okay no that is chest burster comes out <laughs> out of the chest but the full size of the dog i don't i yeah well i don't he he was cu he was cutting out the extra part that you didn't need. He was just cutting straight to the end. Yes, cutting straight to the fun stuff. It's the fast show. So yeah, we both like Alien Three. The uh, the mood of it, the uh, the Christ imagery, the idea yeah. of the. I really like the religious cult on the prison asteroid or planet or wherever it is. Most people really their main problem with it. I have one friend in particular looking at you, David Carson, who hates it because they killed Newt and to a lesser extent, the, okay. the guy whose name we can't yes. even remember. That and I guy. said, but, but yeah, of course it did because that's what the alien does. This is just playing into yeah. the theme of the alien that you don't yes. get to have a happy ending and everything no, and is only, have, and any relief from it is only temporary. Right. And you, you also, because we don't get that in the second movie, we don't get the final girl. But honestly, James Cameron wasn't making a horror film. He was making a blockbuster. And so we have yeah. the final girl in Alien. We have the final girl in Three. We kill the final girl. And then we bring her back. So, yeah. yeah. Alien 4, which might, it's hard to say if it's the worst one. From Three, it's really downhill. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a race to the bottom. Race to the bottom. <laughs> for, yeah. For Alien Resurrection, Prometheus, and Alien Covenant. Well, it's been a while since I've seen Alien Covenant. I don't remember how bad it was. It might have been. The thing is, Prometheus, the scientists in it are all so stupid. So dumb. Amazingly dumb. You know, this xenobiologist sees this snake thing that is clearly making threatening gestures, and he just goes and sticks his face in it, and it kills him. <laughs> And I don't recall. I don't recall that anyone in Alien Covenant was that stupid. That dumb, yeah. But, but because it builds right on Prometheus, it just has the problem of resting on a foundation of shit. Resting on, right? I mean, and uh, I do. Yeah. I love Michael Fassbender. I love that we get double Michael Fassbender. Um, 
So that was cool. You are not a fan of um, humanoid android people in general. I don't see the point of building a, a an android that's meant to uh, behave like a human. There's no no point to it. Yeah. It's a tool. Yeah. It's a tool. I don't need it to lo- know how to cry. Yeah. I need my screwdriver to laugh. <laughs> I need, don't need right. my hammer to feel angst. Yes. <laughs> and really, so, you can have it feel joy. Like, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you're, I think your your premise is that you wouldn't mind the hammer to feel joy and enjoy its job. But there just shouldn't be the other side of the emotional like, I suppose, turmoil. But if the hammer just is unaware that it, there is a job. Just unaware. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, another thing I was thinking of was plot holes. I mean, obviously, they're plenty and they just get bigger, you know, the further you go in the franchise. But, you know, we were talking about the cloning of Ripley. And I'm so intrigued by from whence they found the DNA sample for this. Clearly not in the molten ironworks or whatever. Oh, that's right. Did they maybe just have could have been anywhere as part of a could have been you know a hair? Yes. Well, they wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been medical unless it was in the infirmary in the prison. Possibly Mm -hmm. he could have drawn blood or something, but I got to thinking about it and I wonder if they thought they were cloning Ripley or if they thought they were cloning the queen and they got Ripley in the bargain because (laughs) there is that DNA exchange, you know, when the xenomorph impregnates. They were, it's been a while since I watched it. I did watch it a few years ago and I remember thinking, well, this off after all these years, this is still just a stupid, still awful. Yes. But, uh, I mean, you know, Winona Ryder is fine and, and, um, Ron Perlman's yes, fine. Yeah. So Gordon's got a great sure. outfit, but it's a stupid, stupid Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. You know, I think they were trying to create some kind of super soldier. The thing yeah. is, okay. the Wayland, the Wayland Utani Corporation's reason for wanting this thing it doesn't seem to be scientific. They seem to want to make a weapon. Uh, yes. As, as far back as the first movie. And this reminds me of one of the Jurassic Park movies where they have the idea they're going to use these dinosaurs as weapons. And there's probably a number of other movies or books or whatever where somebody has this idea of turning a creature into a weapon, and there's just no need for that. We're perfectly good at making inanimate weapons. Yeah, there's nothing like what guns don't work anymore. I need, I know, I need, a, I need a thinking gun that has an agenda separate from mine and, yes. yeah. and a sense of self preservation. And then yes. I will just unloose this thinking I'll gun. I'll just point it at my enemies and it yeah, will turn out hope, fine. Hope it doesn't come back towards me when it's done. <laughs> Right. And that's that's not going to happen, dude. It's, it's going to come it's, right back at you. Yeah. It's just un- it might yeah. not even make it to the enemy. <laughs> right. It's just going to turn <laughs> right around and see you. Yeah. So whenever that's the premise of the story, then you're just dealing with idiots who all deserve to die. But there, there's going to be a lot of collateral damage along the way. Yes. Invari- invariably. So I don't know how this corporation <laughs> got to be so big while being so stupid. Being so dumb. Yeah. 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 You said you'd never seen Alien versus Predator? Uh, no, I have not. I 
it's possible that I've seen like scenes. I think my husband has seen them. I just had an issue with the Predator movies. I just wasn't a fan of the whole Predator thing. And so I was like, you know, I can skip these. I'm not really interested. In fact, I have. Okay. Yeah. I've seen one, the one where they're in like the mine, like deep or, or, or archeological expedition maybe. And yeah. They send soldiers down into it and they all get killed. And then the one girl like kills an alien. So the predator gives her the little scar in her forehead or whatever. Yeah, that's the. First yeah. One. OK, I, I don't, I've never sat down to watch it, but I've seen most <laughs> of the scenes in it just being around it. I'm still at the point where like I can't I can't figure <laughs> I can't figure out how anyone is kill, killing this alien ever. I mean, like Ripley did it. She got real lucky a couple of times. But other than that, like, why would you send your best warriors or your, even your fledgling warriors to battle this this beast who's just completely homicidal and has acid for blood? That just seems like a bad idea. Well, I mean, that's the predator's culture is that they want dangerous. Game. I mean, they found it. They found yeah. it for sure. There was a comic book first, and it's set in the future. The movie is set contemporary, but it's set in the future, and there's a colony planet. And the Predators harvested some aliens, took them and left them on this planet, and it's going to be like a game preserve. Right. And they come back to it every now and then. Meanwhile, some humans come along (laughs) and colonize (laughs) this planet, not realizing uh, (laughs) that there's aliens Laying Always. around on it, so in uh, there, you know, one of them, well, human stumbles upon one of the eggs or whatever, and right unleashes the whole thing, and then the predators show up, and they're like, oh, they're already, <laughs> <laughs> they're already going, and one of uh, one of them teams up with a human, one of the predators teams up with a human, and they fight the aliens together. Okay, and it was a pretty good comic book, but they decided not to turn that into the movie; they made up something else. <laughs> something else right one thing i did like about it there's a scene where a guy is watching a tv and frankenstein and the wolfman are fighting on the tv and that was you know the director saying hey this is not a stupid idea they used to do this all the time yeah godzilla (laughs) versus kong yeah yeah monsters used to fight each other all the time this just part (laughs) of a long movie tradition so it's not a dumb so enjoy yeah (laughs) now the second one alien versus predator requiem with the the unnecessary subtitle. There's no Requiem, Requiem. in the, in the <laughs> right. movie. That one I didn't like because they just reduced these two epic, iconic monsters to a teen slasher movie. The There's a just a town in middle America and a bunch of teenagers. And <laughs> one of the, I think the alien starts killing them. And then the predator comes along and is trying to kill the alien. There's some army guys come in at some point, but it's mostly just killing off the teenagers. Although the interesting thing at the end of that, one of the predators got his face hugged. And Ah. as we've as we've mentioned, the alien can incorporate DNA of other creatures. And and so the chest burster comes out and it's got little predator mouth face things. Yeah. Yeah. So we see that it's part alien and part predator. And that is uh, that's a game changer. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then they just decided, no, we're done with this. this." (laughs) Uh, But somewhere in the universe. But one of the many stupid things in Prometheus I didn't care for had to do with that bald giant seeding, seeding the earth DNA. It's stupid, but within the larger context, it does explain how the alien is able to incorporate 
DNA from other creatures. If that is true. These guys have gone around spreading DNA because the same DNA. But the reason it's stupid is because whoever made this movie doesn't realize how closely related all life on Earth is. So the, this alien right. is. This uh, is there, humanoid, there's humanoid alien. Yeah, yes. there's plants, there's water. There may or may not be fish. Right. In the there's water. an oxygen know. atmosphere. Yeah. So and, yeah. and at that point in the planet's development, there are already animals, but they're right. acting as if there are not. And it spills a yes. bunch of DNA into the water, which then creates animals. But animals right. are related to plants. We can see right. how our DNA, we can see right. how all these things are connected and are from the same Our planet. cell walls are the same. Right. I, I mean, I, just, I don't know if maybe like they just, they see like a catalyst, you know, that just turns the, what's already there, like brings it to the next part of their evolution. Uh-huh. As opposed to just starting it over. Right. Also, the way he did it seemed unnecessary. He had to kill himself <laughs> to do it. Well, he could sure. Have just opened sure a did. bottle. You no. can just have a bottle of something. Of course not. What do you? Oh my gosh! It was. It was but see, it was we. Dumb. But I was totally okay with it. I was totally okay with the idea of you know the the giant race. We had seen the giant race ship, you know, on LV four twenty six, and the aliens had clearly like infested it. But their giants were there first. We see that in the you know the big yeah. like gun navigation you know room or whatever. So I mean, I was I was basically fine with all of that. Right. You're not wrong that there was a lot of stupidity um that happened (laughs) in finding the the you know the the origin planet that was there was a bunch of dumb that happened there but i mean i I was still i was still okay with it being in the same universe like i was still intrigued by that now i just recently watched uh raised by wolves which is a um scott free production so ridley scott as a producer on that and it has some some elements that are similar um the androids in particular um look very much the same they have the same like they call it fuel blood that same like white synthetic the milk the milk thing yes but it has some really other very strange uh, things i mean i'm telling you like my my mind was completely blown um at the end of that part of the first season of that series but it's got that same sort of idea of androids getting to a point where they're reproducing and you've talked about how that just seems silly and i just think ridley scott has a real problem with that because we did i did mention that there is a fan theory out there that the alien franchise blade runner and raised by wolves are all happening in the same universe and there's just he just can't get past androids having babies (laughs) So stupid. So stupid. We have a time-tested, well-established way of making babies. Yes. And we've got a, a pretty good method of making machines that do Building not require... Building machines, yes. There's no need to pass an android through a vagina first. No. You can just build it. Build it. You can, and you can build it fully grown. You don't need to... Yes. Nurse it along for 18 years and send it to college <laughs> before it goes right. to work. Put it in an orphanage. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know so you were stupid. a huge fan of Blade Runner. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate it. So, hate it. So overrated. And don't, don't even get me started on Dune. Uh, most, most overrated. Most overrated yeah. sci fi book ever. You know, there's so many good science fiction books that have not had one adaptation not one yes this one's getting its third don't yeah, care I don't, uh, know. don't don't care about space muhammad just don't <laughs> just don't I, you know i have never read it i didn't see the original movie i want to see the new mil- movie only because it has zendaya and T- timothy chalamet so i will see it for them um, i'll watch it because it's coming on hbo and i pay for it so <laughs> there you go it's already paid for yeah there yeah. you go 
<laughs> and so I can bitch about it. I can't bitch about it properly yes, if no. I haven't seen it. This, this yes. is okay. This is what Rachel was talking about. You haven't heard her episode yet. I don't think no. she was, she was surprised that I liked the movie we discussed because she thought that I hated everything and was ready to uh, start throwing fists about <laughs> how bad movies are. So everything. let me reiterate, I do quite like Alien, Aliens, and Alien yes, 3. And Alien 3, yeah. Alien or Alien to the Third Power, sometimes. It's, yes, it's as it's depicted out. in its title, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are very good movies. I also like Dark Star. That's Ridley Scott, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. This is like college movie or something. Right. His first, his first film. I need to rewatch. Yeah, that. I'll watch anything. A, I'll watch anything digital. Ridley Scott does. Like I'll, I'll do it. It's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I have a digital copy of that I should watch it soon. A little busy this month. Got quite a slate of films to watch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been giving out a one to five pumpkin rating scale on the movies this month. Oh, so well, uh, one to five. five. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with yeah. five too. I'm yeah. going to give it five. It's uh, classic. I don't, I don't give out a lot of fives. Uh, I, I won't mention again. Get a five out of me. <laughs> go back and listen to the other episodes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so far, this is the only five in this slate of movies Ooh, that nice. I've given out, and I'm going to give all all three. I'm going to go ahead and give all three of the first Alien movies uh, a five, oh, and I think. You should, I think you should give the Predator a chance. All, All right. Okay. That we're saying is give Predator a chance. Give Predator a chance. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. It's just such an impassioned uh, plea. I can make that happen. Now, I must say, I am a big Arnold fan. So the first one has that going. Okay. Yes. Yes. And two of the stars of that film would go on to become governors. So that's uh, <laughs> some sort of significance. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the more recent Predator movies were pretty good too. Okay, all right. Pre Predator, uh, Predator Two. I don't know. It's a. It's, uh, go ahead and watch them. Which one is the prison? The prison planet one. What's that one? That is Predators. Predators is that like Alien yes. and Aliens? Yes. Okay. Well, it's not. So it's is it not a prison planet so much as? But some some humans are just dropped on this planet. Right, but they're all the because they were prisoners. Yeah. Uh, some of them are. They're there for various oh, okay. reasons. Okay. All right. It's not clear. It's, I don't know if it's ever explicitly explained how the Predators got. So them. it's, yeah, it's still a most dangerous game adaptation, basically. Yes. Yes. But they, they wake up in midair. They're just dropped. Yes. Yeah. But that's <laughs> the most terrifying thing I can think of. <laughs> just waking up in midair. Uh, yes. Horrible. I mean, I have seen scenes from that one as well because Adrian Brody is in that. Oh, we have to. We haven't discussed. We've got to discuss Ian Holm. Not Ian Holm. Ian Holm, uh, sir. Uh, not Ian, Ian Holm. Holm. Not oh, that's no, not, not what I meant Holm. though. Not Ian Holm. Uh, is he a sir? John? Ian, John Hurt is John Hurt a sir? Because he Hurt. ought to be if he's not. He should be because you had some uh, interesting statistics about John Hurt. Yes. So a lot of people are under the misapprehension that Sean Bean dies the most in movies, but he is not in the top 10. He dies a lot, <laughs> but not in the top 10. The current, this is what made me remember, the current number one is Danny Trejo with, I think, 60, he said. Uh, I don't know, I think he said 85. Like. No, it wasn't that many. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I took a screenshot, let me find it. <laughs> um, 
No, I seem to have deleted it. Um, okay. Well, oh, well. I think Dan, Danny Trejo's got about 60. John Hurt has 38, that is which a is lot. Seven, yeah. seven on the list. The others on that list are Christopher Lee, Bella Lugosi, um, okay, yeah. Boris Karloff, dying a lot on screen. But his most famous John Hurt, oh, he is Sir John Hurt, CB. Oh, okay, good, good. His most famous screen death has to be in this movie which he then yes. recreated years later in Spaceballs. Another classic. Yes, where the alien, he is victim of the alien's very complicated reproductive cycle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why evolutionarily speaking, this is an advantage to have to go through two stages like this. I but, don't know, but it could uh, be worse. I mean, that we, there, what is it like the hookworm that has something like 32 or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I hadn't heard that one. There's one. There's it's some kinda... parasite or something that goes through like I don't even know how many cycles, and then like you know, part of them is like pooped by a bird and then picked up on someone's the <laughs> bottom of someone's shoe. Like there's just so many small, okay. almost impossible sounding ways of it moving to the next place, but it always does. <laughs> well, these aliens, know. for those who don't know, have an egg stage, and then if you get too close to the egg, a thing called a face hugger pops out. The and... larva grabs hold of your face and inserts something down your throat and plants another egg or embryo or whatever inside of of the host which then spends some time growing inside of the host and then in the case of humans bursts out of the chest of the host which happens to john hurt as he's having dinner with his friends they're all happy that he appears to have recovered and then this thing bursts out of his chest (laughs) bursts out of him which was apparently Yes, Sings Telephone. It was apparently filmed um, without the actor's knowledge of what the uh, chest bursting would look like. We decided they had to have known something was going to happen. Otherwise, it would have been very weird if they thought he was choking. But uh, they did not know what that chest bursting was going to look like until the actual take. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it all works uh, really well. Uh, It's very effective. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those scenes like the shower in Psycho or One of those moments in movie history that I think a lot of people are aware of, even if they've never seen the whole movie. Yeah, they know they know about they know about that scene. I mean, I knew about the shower scene in Psycho years before I ever saw that movie. I'm not sure I've ever seen the movie, but yeah, I definitely know about it. Psycho? You haven't seen Psycho? I don't think I've ever seen Psycho. No, uh -uh, not all the way through. Give give it a look. You, you can sure ignore the fine. remake. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the least of which is because the remake is just a shot-for-shot shot remake. <laughs> they, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They yeah, don't, they, they don't mix it up at all. At all. <laughs> it's like why? Why is that with Anne Hage? That's Anne Hage, right? Yes. Yeah. And yes. Vince fucking Bond. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. I did not remember yeah. that part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I think that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Is there yeah, anything, I think impor- I anything, anything important? We will close on Vince fucking Vaughn. <laughs> uh, we're nothing uh, if not thorough. Fine. Everybody, if you enjoy the show, send us a message at monstermoviefuntimego at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a message on our Anchor 
page, anchor.fm slash MMFTG. Michelle, do you want to drop your Instagram in here for your project you do on there? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So on Instagram, I am at Bibliovino and um, I uh, do a really cool series called Book Tastings where I talk to authors about books that they have coming out. Um, And we have a little reading and sometimes we'll give away a free copy. And then I just talk to them about all kinds of fun nerdy book things. So um, give that a watch. And if you're an author out there with a book coming out or you have one out already, uh, let me know. We can have you on. I have one that I'm trying to get an agent for right now. I know. Uh, And I read it and it's really good. So (laughs) thank you. So if there's any uh, literary agents out there listening, hit me up. That's right. And that is enough self-serving for today. (laughs) For both of us. Yeah. So thank you for listening, and as always, we will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go!